Merry Christmas, Rez. It is great to be here with you. It's my favorite night to get to speak. So thank you, Pastor Duane and the whole staff for allowing me this privilege and opportunity. Uh, my family's here with me tonight, so it's a special night for us. We'll leave like a lot of you and have some fun times at home. But before we do that, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about an idea for a gift for you to give. I, uh, I have found that this year has been the easiest year ever to buy your family Christmas presents. My wife woke up on Black Friday. She rolled over. She grabbed the laptop, and my children had just given her links to the things they wanted for Christmas, so she just sat there in bed and bought all their Christmas, and two days later, Amazon showed up at the door, and there it was. Christmas gifts has gotten easy. But the idea of giving something more than just a present, P-R-E-S-E-N-T, is pretty challenging. And today I want to talk to you about not giving a Christmas present, but about giving Christmas presents, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. I'm going to ask you to go home and give to your family a little more of Jesus in the way you live. Let me tell you where this idea came to me. I was landing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I was looking out the window, and Atlanta has lots of suburbs and lots of big cities around the big city. And I'm looking at thousands upon thousands of houses and cars and everything out, out the plane window, and I thought, if I, could give, if I could give one thing to these people, what would it be? If I could just look down and give one thing, what would I give them? And it dawned on me, I sure wouldn't give them a present, P-R-E-S-E-N-T, because they had plenty of those. But I would try to bring um, the presence of the Lord into their homes. And I think that's kind of what God did when he looked down at our earth and said, I have tried everything. Man, I gave Adam and Eve a perfect garden, and they botched that. I tried again. I watched the whole world and started over with Noah, and they botched that. And then I think he looked out of his window and thought, I've, I've got to give him something. I'll, I'll give him myself. And that was the most sacrificial thing he could think of because it was him. Come to earth humbly, simply. So today, I'm going to push you a little bit. I'm going to ask you to go and give the Christmas presents of the Lord to your family, and I'm going to give you several ways to do it. And I'm just going to tell you right up front, none of these gifts will be easy. I want you to consider going home tonight and giving the people around you, ready? Give someone a soft heart where normally yours has been a little stony. Give a soft heart where you've been a little hard. I was in the checkout line with Meyer, just uh, with Jane a couple days ago at Meyer, and I probably shouldn't say the name of the store because some of you might track down this particular cashier. Uh, she was not happy. It didn't appear to be happy. And I was checking out, and right now they got that deal to buy five candy bars, get five free. Well, I'm in on that because that's my stocking and stuffer. I didn't buy it for the kids. I bought it for my stocking. So I got me 10 candy bars, and I'm setting them on the counter, and I'm talking about my candy bars and how excited I am about getting these candy bars. And the lady, the checkout lady, literally said to me, sir, sir, look at me, sir. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, can you just be quiet? <laughs> Jane looked at me like, ooh, I mean, it was kind of funny, you know. I mean, she just, and I was like, you're serious? She goes, yeah, can you just, can you just be quiet? 
And I walked over the car and I just kind of put my head down like, wow, I've never really had a cashier tell me to shut up before, but I guess I better. I don't know her life. I don't know what she's dealing with. Um, she never really looked at me after that. But, but I honestly think I give that same attitude to a lot of people a lot of times. I, I think I'm kind of stony. Some of us sitting here tonight are already dreading somebody we got to hang out with tonight. They might even be sitting like two down from you, so look really cool. But, <laughs> I mean, the best present you could give somebody two people down from you is probably a soft heart. That's not e it's a lot easier to click on a link than it is to soften your heart. But I'm challenging you tonight to go home and give a soft heart. A second thing I want to challenge you to give, number two, is another gift idea. Here it is. I want you to say I'm sorry without expecting an I'm sorry back. Like, like there's somebody you know, their, their, their face is like flashing up in front of you, like you can see them right now. That's the person I'm talking about. I want you to tell them I'm sorry for something you've done in the past, some issue you got between the two of you, you just can't get along. I, I want you to say, I'm sorry, and, and don't say it so they'll say it back. Just say it. This particular gift hit me um, pretty strong this year. My father, you know, when I preached here a few weeks back, I talked about my dad. He was actually in the service. So I ride around with him a lot, you know, a lot now. You know, he has dementia and he's 88 and we're riding in the car. And the other day we're riding in the car and I'm actually, I've got my hand over holding his arm. I'm just touching his arm. This same arm, um, he, he used, and I'll be careful, there's lots of children here, to abuse my mother. I watched him use that arm to hurt my mother. He doesn't say I'm sorry about all that, but I'll tell you what happened. I grew up with a real grudge against him. I grew up with some bitterness against him. And in the car the other day, I, I just thought, you know, I'm just going to say it again. I've forgiven him. It's all good. But I just say, hey, Dad, sorry about the times that I kind of held a grudge against you. I love you. He's 88. He's got dementia. And I just said, hey, Dad, sorry. I'm sorry about that. And he's like, oh, son, I forgive you for that stuff. <laughs> I'm thinking, me too, son. That didn't come back. Oh, son, it's okay. I'll let it go. <laughs> Somebody might do that to you this year, like around the Christmas tree. They've just been horrible. And you say, hey, sorry, I've held a little bit. I'm, I'm so sorry. And they go, well, it's about time. <laughs> and when you get that response, you need to be Jesus and go, thank you. I celebrate you. Mm, just kind of walk away. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> this is a hard gift to give. But I want you to be softer. Do y'all get a theme of this? I want you to be softer this year. There's a lot of people sitting in, this, in the seats beside you right now that are pulling for you to give this gift. When I was a little kid, my dad wasn't very soft. I would have sat in this sanctuary and I would have thought, oh, my daddy's listening. Dads, if you're listening today and your kids are thinking, daddy, please listen, then listen. Go give your children the greatest gift they'll ever get, a dad with a soft heart. A third gift idea, I only got four, I got two more. Third gift idea, very simple one is this. I want you to let somebody finish a sentence when they're talking to you about something they're wanting you to work on. Let them finish their sentence. 
Just, just let them finish the sentence. We are so good at cutting it off and getting defensive, aren't we? But if you want to be a little bit more like Jesus, then you've got to be willing to receive stuff. And I challenge you this Christmas, if somebody starts talking to you about something they'd like to see you work on, the whole time they're just talking, just see them as a gift. This will be challenging. See their words as a gift to make you become a little more like Jesus. Uh, um, uh, teenager in here today, if you're a parent, like, like in the next couple of days, because y'all are getting more time together than normal, really enjoyable for teens. And if your parent brings something up, just, just for, one, for one time, just sit there and just listen and go, there's some truth in what mom's saying. Like 20% truth, but there's some truth in that. And then parents, if your teen tries to tell you something, you're a little older and a little wiser and in your mind, then you know a little more. Maybe, maybe this time, just listen. Just listen. Have a soft heart toward whatever it is they're wanting to say. And then the last gift's a very simple gift. I'm keeping this short. Obviously, we've got a lot of kids in here. Thank you, parents, for keeping your kids quiet and calm. It's awesome. But the last little gift idea is I, it, it kind of comes from all three of those. I just want you to give somebody a better you, just a better you. Just work at something in your life. I've I, I got to just talk about me for a second. I would tell you last year at Christmas, I wasn't doing good. Uh, in fact, it was just yesterday. My family was talking about something that happened at home last year at Christmas time, and it involved me not behaving very well. And I said, when did that happen? Who did that? And they go, Dad, it was you. It was your behavior. I'm like, me? Yeah. And they all remember it well. I don't remember it. But I know I'm in a different spot this year. I, I'm more joyous than I was last year at this time. I've enjoyed more sunsets this year than I've ever enjoyed my life. I have more joy. And I'll tell you one of the reasons is because those first three things I've talked about, I've tried to do this year. I've tried to give in even when I think I'm right. I've tried to accept things even when I didn't think there were things I needed to accept. And you know what I've discovered? What Scripture says, if you'll humble yourself, the Lord will give you peace and he'll, he'll give you what you need in those moments. Because actually, if you think about the story, do you guys get again? I've thought this year a lot about the fact that God Almighty, the God of the universe, could have done whatever he wanted, and he came as a little baby in a humble stall with no real true beginnings other than humility. And that's where you're going to find your joy again, too, in surrender and in humility. And I'm asking you to go home and give that to your family this year. It will be hard. It will require you dying to self. It will require you giving in. It will require you saying some things you might not want to say. But I have discovered every time I humble myself, somehow it all works out okay. And I'm challenging you to go give that kind of a gift this Christmas. When it all started way back, the song we just heard was the song Silent Night. We're going to close this service out tonight in a very humble way. We're going to take the lights down. It's going to get very quiet. 
other than children crying, it's going to be peaceful. <laughs> the lights are going to go down, and I'm asking you to do me a favor. That face that came up earlier in your mind, I want you to pray that God will give you a soft heart toward them. And in this quiet, in this stillness, you pray and ask the Lord, what gift could you go home and give this year that would make a difference in your home? Let's pause. Let's be quiet. You listen for the Lord to speak. Ask him to speak into your heart. The Bible says Mary pondered these things in her heart. I want you to ponder a second. I want you to think about what it is Jesus would want you to go home and do to make your family a little better. You pause. You be quiet in the stillness. Ask him, what gift could you give? And Lord Jesus, we know that heavenly peace comes from us surrendering our lives completely to you. We do that even again on this beautiful Christmas Eve. Tomorrow, as we awaken, let us do so with more joy, knowing that you are the Savior of the world and the Savior of our heart. Tonight, if there is one who doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, Father, right now, as they confess their sin before you, would you receive them on this beautiful Christmas Eve? Would you receive them as your child? Would you forgive their sins? Would you help them submit their life completely to you? Thank you for this place where we come to worship you week after week. We pray the name of the Jesus we've come to serve tonight. Would go home with us in our hearts, in our lives. Let us go be more like you as we move through this day and this night. May your presence guard us and guide us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.